Hey everyone, welcome to Coach's Corner. So glad to have you here. I just had a great call this past week, a virtual group coaching call on self-love. Remember, I do these monthly group coaching calls that you can always join for $20. Make sure you're signed up for my newsletter, christinehassler.com. Just go there. You can take my coaching assessment and then you'll get all my emails so that you can be informed of when we have these $20 group coaching calls. They're always a different topic. Like I said, this past week and this month was on self-love. And if you want to get the recording to any of those calls, you can always go to christinehasler.com slash group dash coaching dash replays and grab them there. If you ever can't find anything, just email assist at christinehasler.com and Kim from my team can help you out. All right. I don't know about you, but there are often times, well, mostly times I walk into my closet and I'm looking around going, what am I going to wear? And people ask me oftentimes, what's your style? I'm like, I don't know. I like looking good, but I'm really bad at picking it out. (laughs) So I used a service called Style Space, which I really enjoyed. And it's a way to have your own personal stylist virtually. It's a live person, but it's done virtually. And today I'm joined by Jenny Eversall, who's the founder of stylespace.com. It's this virtual styling platform to elevate your style with expert stylists. So after nearly a decade of running her own fashion label, Jenny learned how personal style can make a big difference in one's confidence, happiness, and overall success. And gosh, it saves us so much time when we just know what to wear. We don't have to think about it. So Jenny founded Style Space for people to discover their best look and to feel, look, and be their best. She offers a great discount too for all my listeners. So be sure to listen up for that in the interview. And you can learn more about Style Space at stylespace.com. And I want to thank my sponsor for this episode, which is Organifi. You always get 20% off all of your Organifi products when you go to Organifi.com slash over it and use over it as the promo code. Today, I want to talk to you about their green product. So eating healthy and getting your nutrition shouldn't be a pain in the butt, time consuming and expensive. And organic veggies can get pretty expensive and not always that convenient to shop for, depending on where you live and what season it is, so on and so forth. So you can subscribe to Organifi and get their green powder delivered. And it costs only $1.98 per day to get like basically vegetables in a powder. And you can really, really trust Organifi's product. I love them. I love the way that they make things. I love their ethos and I love the way their products taste. Their green has a clinical dose of ashwagandha made with clinically studied KSM 66 ashwagandha to help reduce stress, promote relaxation, improve quality of life, support a healthy immune system, promote memory and concentration, control stress-related things, food cravings, support quality of sleep, support physical performance and endurance, and support sexual health. Hey, pretty good for $1.95 a day. And if you don't want to subscribe, you can just go to Organifi.com slash over it and get 20% off any of your orders using the promo code over it. Jenny, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for joining me today. Christine, thanks for having me on. It's so great to be on your show and talk style. Yeah. Well, you reached out to me, gosh, months ago and was like, hey, I want to gift you with this complimentary stylist session on style space. I know you just had a baby and I was like, oh my gosh, I so need help <laughs> with a style. And I don't, I think a lot of people, when you go through big life transitions, you are like, who am I? You know, everything from the deep identity existential questions to what do I wear? You know, and that definitely was my experience postpartum. And to be candid, I didn't like 
my style even before I had a baby. And when people ask me, what's your style or put together a mood board? I'm like, I have no idea. I mean, I know what you mean, but I just, I have no way, way to answer that question. And I'm somebody that likes beautiful clothes and looking great, not necessarily expensive, but just feel like looking really good, but I'm terrible at putting it together. I hate shopping. I hate online shopping. I just, I just don't like it at all. And, but I've never really, I've worked with a couple stylists, but it was expensive and it just didn't work. So when I learned there was a virtual way to do it, I was like, oh, this could be really interesting. So I'd love for you to share a little bit about what motivated you to start Style Space. Well, similar to you, Christine, I had my first child, actually children. I had twins. Oh, wow. And yes, I was a fashion designer for a decade before I started Style Space. And three months after I had twins, I was invited to go on a TV show. And I'd been on TV shows before, had no issue with it, except for three months postpartum. Mm -hmm. I did not really feel like myself. I felt like a totally new person, not just in the way that I looked, my body wasn't the same, but I just didn't feel the same. And I called my sister who is a stylist. And I said, Alicia, I am going to be on air in two hours and I need to be at the studio and I don't even know what to wear. And I'm a fashion designer. I should know this. Mm -hmm. So step-by-step, what colors would look best on me, how to do my makeup and my hair, and basically did a full styling session Mm -hmm. in half an hour. And I went on air. I've never felt so confident presenting anything. And I felt just like my full self again. And it was a real catalyst for me stepping into this new identity as a mom, as an entrepreneur. And I thought if this could have such an impact for me in 30 minutes, this is something that a lot of people need. Mm -hmm. It is. And one of the many reasons I wanted to have you on the show was because I'm, I'm all about, we can't change our outside to change the inside. No makeover, no car, no new house is going to heal your wounds. However, as we heal and grow, oftentimes our outsides don't reflect how we feel inside. And we, we do all this work and we maybe go through a breakup, we go through life change and we just want our outside to reflect our inside a little more in terms of how we feel. And I think feeling good in our body and feeling confident in our body is an important thing. I don't think it's superficial to walk into a room, walk into a party, or even just like, you know, look at yourself in a mirror, especially if you've, after you've been through a hard thing, like, you know, giving birth or a breakup or a job loss or whatever it is and feel like good in what you're wearing. Like it feels like you, you're not wearing your old sweatpants with holes in them. You know, you're not wearing clothes that you bought 10 years ago that don't really fit you anymore. There's just something about feeling good in, in what we're wearing, feeling like ourselves, feeling confident. It really does a lot for our self-esteem. So I'd love you to talk a little bit about why styling ourselves isn't some superficial egoic thing. Definitely. Well, I feel whenever we wake up in the morning, the first thing that we do, we put clothes on, we groom ourselves, hair, makeup, skincare routine, whatever you do. And you're making a statement to yourself and eventually to other people about who you are and that you are worthy of these things. Everybody deserves to look and feel their absolute best. And that's the first act that we're taking. And so it solidifies at the beginning of your day, this is who I am. This is what I'm about. And it's a powerful communication tool to yourself as well as other people 
about your intentions, your values, your goals, and your individuality. Mm-hmm. And how, for people that are like, okay, a stylist is way not on my essential list. I need to pay my bills. I need to you know, get my teeth cleaned. This is not something I can afford. How can we make this more affordable for people and more accessible for people? Yeah. So styling on our platform specifically, it, it is very affordable from anywhere between $40 to $250 for one styling session. And typically stylists, the traditional stylists you think of, they work with celebrities. And we basically have transformed that for anybody who wants to have good style. And you actually save a lot of time and money. The majority of people have the 80-20 rule applies to your closet as well as many other things. So most people are only wearing 20% of their closets Mm. 80% of the time. So Mm. you're wasting all that time. There's all that clutter and space in your closet. And it adds to the decision fatigue every time you wake up and you think, what am I going to wear? Right. A lot of the things in there are not even reflecting who you are. And think of all that time and money that you invested into collecting all those pieces and are just building up. And so a stylist will help you streamline those decisions and time is money as well. You also, many people will say from our clients, they'll say, you know, I impulse buy never (laughs) after I've worked with a stylist because I know this is what works for me. This is what doesn't. I've had an objective opinion on this. We've talked about this and I know what will and what will not work. And I don't have to run and chase after fashion trends. I just choose what's authentic to me. Yeah. Do you have any tips for people to find their style, like a tip or a process people can go through if they're not ready to necessarily work with a stylist or work with an online platform? Like what tips can you give people to be a little bit of their own stylist and to find their style, especially for someone like me? Like some people you ask them and they're like, oh, I'm a mix of JLo and Kelly Ripa, I don't know, I'm just making up people. But I, I I wouldn't be able to answer that question. So how can we find our personal style? Yeah, so we have a five-step process that we invite people to take before you even meet with a stylist. There's a lot of soul work that goes into your personal style because ultimately it's a reflection of who you are as an individual. So you can even go to our website and you can download the five steps to achieving my dream style on stylespace.com. So you're going to first start out with like, what is your style language? What do you want to communicate to other people and yourself about your style? So for example, when people look at me, I want them to think she's confident, she's sophisticated and original. You can then take those words that you've defined, and then you can create an aspirational style board. You can do it digitally. You can go through magazines and just say, oh, hey, that looks sophisticated, confident, or whatever your word is. It could be modern, minimal, casual, chic, preppy, natural, whatever it is for you, it's unique to you. So you can also go to Pinterest. You can type in those words. For example, if you want it, you are a chic, modern, romantic person, you can type in chic, modern, romantic style for women, and it will come up with hundreds or thousands of images that you can sort through and you can pin and you can create Christine's inspirational or aspirational style board. After you have collected all these images, it could be 20 to hundreds, narrow it down to between 10 to 20, and then print that out, put that right on your closet door 
or bring that with you when you go in-person shopping or have it handy when you decide to go online shopping. Because this is basically, it's your aspirational style board. It's who you want to become and who you are now. After that, you're going to want to edit your closet. Because remember, we have all those clothes in our closet and we're only wearing 20% of them. And to make room for the things that we actually use and want in our lives, we have to edit. And so taking out the things that no longer serve you, no longer reflect that aspirational board. And this is a process. We're not going to overnight throw out our entire closet, but we can go through and just piece by piece edit. And it could be a weekend project. It could be a seasonal project. After that, when you start collecting new pieces, it could be, again, it could be a shopping spree that you do over a weekend, or it could be just one piece at a time over a season. You need to look for versatility and consistency in your closet. So when you collect a new piece, think of the five outfit rule. That's what we call it. It's, can I wear this this piece that I'm adding to my closet five different ways and with five different outfits? So for example, that one shirt that you add to your closet, it should go with a similar color palette in your closet. You should be able to wear that with five different pants or five different blazers, or you should wear it five different ways. For example, if it's a button-down t-shirt or a, a button-down shirt, you should be able to style it maybe with a blazer, maybe with shorts or a high-waisted pant, but you get the idea. And then lastly, you want to just experiment and have fun try new things. Maybe you want to rent something before you really invest in it or go there in person and try it on. Or you can return a lot of things too, if you wanted to order it and just try it on. But experimenting and having fun with it will really allow you to explore what that unique style is for you. Mm. So can you give some tips for online shopping? I get so overwhelmed with online shopping. I use a site called Newly, which is you pay like a monthly fee and you can rent, I think it's six items per month, but it takes me hours to go through things, to read the reviews, to make sure that the size is right. And then I find something I like and they don't have my size and I'm just, it's just so frustrating. And even when I go and do online shopping, it's kind of overwhelming because there's so many things and it's hard to tell what you're going to look good in. So any tips for navigating online shopping? Because a lot of people, that's the way they do it. They don't have time to go to a store and it feels like Last time I went to the mall, I, I kind of was disappointed. You know, it seems like there wasn't really much there. So any tips for making online shopping a more pleasurable experience? Yeah. Well, people are online shopping because there are so many more options. And with more options also comes more choices. So limiting those choices to the best of your ability is going to work in your favor. So if you're going to be shopping, narrow down your category. For example, I'm only shopping for pants today, or I'm shopping for this specific outfit. I need a shirt, pant, blazer, and filter by category, filter by size, silhouette, knowing what your body type is and what things are going to flatter your body type the best, or what things you want to draw attention to is going to work really well. So if you're a pear shape, for example, and you want to draw more attention to your waist, maybe choosing a category of high-waisted pants or high-waisted skirt, just so that you know what you're looking for and having intention with that shopping trip that you're doing and set a, a time limit to you. We usually take the amount of time that we set for ourselves. So if you put in a half an hour timer and 
this is your goal. You want to pick five different outfit options. You're going to use your time a lot wiser. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's a good tip. And I think the other thing that is super helpful is like you said, putting those filters on and I've had to just be like, okay, I'm just going to buy a bunch of stuff, check the return policy, see how difficult the returns are. And I'll just, I'll just return stuff because for me, I have to just try stuff on to know. I'm curious what the, I guess it depends on different cities, but if someone wanted an actual in-person stylist to come to their house and go through their closet and shop for them, what is the price range for something like that? Well, it depends on the city that you live in, of course, but usually it's in the thousands. If you have someone come into your home because they have to pull looks for you, there's all that back end work driving to you. And that's why I created Style Space because I wanted people to have a more affordable and convenient solution. So we take all that back end work out for the stylist, also the consumer, so that you are paying the absolute best price for a styling session. Yeah. I know it can be expensive. It must, it must be nice though, to have someone just come to your house and bring you lots of clothes. (laughs) That sounds so luxurious. It sounds so luxurious. So, you know, maybe it's something people can, can save up for, but I love that you're offering an online way to, to do it. What if people think, oh, I don't have a personal style. I don't really need a personal style. I'm just basic. I like my basic stuff. I mean, even that's just a style, right? Like we all have our style, don't we? Definitely. Well, I think you can go as basic as all birds in a t-shirt and jeans, and that is the dress code, for example, in Silicon Valley. But if you want to create a sophisticated, defined image, and you want people to think of you as something that is representative of your company, your personal brand, I think you have to do a little bit more work and represent yourself the way that you want other people to think of you. Like when you meet someone for the first time, in just seconds, they will make a snap judgment about who you are and whether they can trust you, whether they want to have a relationship with you, like with business or even a romantic relationship. And this seems kind of daunting, but the empowering part of this is that we have full control over how we present ourselves. And we can take a really simple and basic look, like you said, just jeans and t-shirt And we can elevate that with something as simple as an accessory or a blazer or a pair of really nice shoes. There are simple ways to elevate that look. But yes, there is a casual style language that people have. um, But it's up to the individual really to define how they want other people to perceive them. Yeah. Yeah. Are there any um, studies on the psychological impact of personal style and performance? Yes. So there was this one study about job candidates. When they went in to an interview, those who dressed nicer could negotiate a better salary and actually negotiate the position that they wanted. And there's also other studies that, like, for example, there's one about dopamine dressing. It was a term coined actually during the pandemic where people were locked inside. And the one way that people could actually improve their mood and their confidence even was how they dress. So you can boost your confidence levels just by what you are dressing. And it also improves productivity mm-hmm. and your overall success. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, well, I noticed that. I notice again, especially postpartum, when I would actually get dressed and brush my hair, take a shower, maybe put on some mascara, even if I didn't leave the house and no one was here, it just changed my overall attitude. 
it just, it just does. It has an impact on us. And I don't think it matters if it's, if you're a man or a woman or whatever, like it, it impacts how we feel on a, on a day-to-day basis. Do you, do you have any stories about uh, maybe from your, your fashion designer days or even from style space about how someone just reinventing their personal style, like really changed their life in some way or led to something really amazing or, or really shifted their confidence? Do any stories come to mind? Definitely. Well, from the very beginning of my days as a fashion designer, I knew that there is a power in the way that we dress. It is our personal superhero cape that we throw on. And I remember when I designed this really beautiful piece for this woman, she said that she went to this event. And my my pieces that I designed before, they were very high fashion and very expressive and bold. But someone at this event, multiple people actually cross the street to go and talk to her because of what she was wearing. So it is transformative in the people that you will meet, the conversations you will have based off of how you're presenting yourself. And I've also seen that at Styles Face too. There are people that have struggled, especially after the pandemic, where they've kind of let their self go a little bit because they've been inside and they haven't met with many people. And People say, like, I I really didn't even want to leave the house because I didn't know what to wear or I didn't know how to do my makeup. And after they did a styling session, they said, wow, this was such a self-care moment for me. And it's one of the best things I've done for myself in a really long time. And it was just them really investing in themselves and in how they present themselves to themselves as well as other people. And there's a really profound impact on that. Yeah, I agree. I so agree. Let's talk about closets. (laughs) (laughs) So there's two things I want to talk about, cleaning out our closet and that feeling of walking in our closet and feeling like we have nothing to wear. So let's start with that. You walk in our closet, we're like, oh my God, I hate all my clothes. There's nothing to wear and we have to go somewhere. We don't have time to shop what can we do to look at our closet differently? Are there any processes we can do to go through things and somehow create an outfit? Because what I do is I go in my closet, I look around, I move things around and I just end up standing there staring like, what am I going to wear? (laughs) And I'll end up just grabbing something I've worn a gazillion times that I'm so sick of, but it's just easy. So yeah, help, help, (laughs) help with that. Yeah, of course. So it does take a little bit if you want to avoid this feeling altogether, it takes some prep work, you know, similar to meal prepping, you think, and you plan out your meals in advance. And you think about the ingredients that are going to go into the meals, you shop for them. And you even prep the different ingredients so that you can just throw it into the pot or whatnot. So in my closet, I actually do closet planning in the week. Like after I've edited everything from my closet, the things that just no longer work for me, they don't fit me anymore. They don't fit my lifestyle. They don't fit my body. I've just let go of them. It will then allow, okay, I've got these pieces that I can actually work with. What are the gaps then after that? So then I find the pieces that really inspire me that I feel my best in that goes with the cohesion in my closet. And then when I have that perfect put together wardrobe, which no one has a perfect wardrobe, but it's something that we build. Um, over months and years, but I also will set aside outfits. I will kind of, like I do with my meal prepping, I will outfit prep and I will put them in like a t-shirt, pant, 
accessory and I'll put the shoe underneath and I'll hang it all together and I'll plan out seven different outfits for the week knowing this is if I'm really, really ambitious that week. And I know exactly what I'm going to do every single day. But, you know, as a mom, we, we transition a lot in the morning, I'll be working in the afternoon. I'll be with my kids, picking them up from school. And then in the evening doing a client call. So I have to make sure that the outfit was well thought through at the moment that I shopped for it to me putting it together. So that just get, putting a little bit of time into trying on different outfit combinations, it, it will take a little bit of work, but it pays off when you go to your closet and you realize, wow, I can actually wear these pants with five different shirts and it actually works because it's hard to have imagination when you only have 10 minutes to put something on. But if you've experimented and tried things on for like an hour on a Saturday with a glass of your favorite beverage or whatnot, make it fun so that when you actually go to your closet, you, you've thought this through and you have a plan. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I, (laughs) (laughs) anything, if I don't have a plan, for those moments <laughs> when I walk in my closet and I'm like, oh, what do I wear? What do we do? Just go to the basics, go back to like just what always works and not try to like reinvent an outfit yeah. on the spot. Yeah, I guess that's yeah. it. Yeah. So, well, I'd say, yes, having those basic versatile pieces, like the staples in your closet. So having things in like more neutral tones that can interchange. And if you really like pop colors, maybe putting that pop of color in through an accessory. So if you had a basic pant, basic shirt, then you could accessorize it to make it look more elevated or unique. Um, And then you don't have to think about it as much. You can say, wow, uh, beige pant, beige shirt, monochromatic look, and then I'll throw in a fuchsia necklace for the day and put together look, took five seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. And as we wrap up, let's talk about cleaning out the closet. Best process for that? Lots of garbage bags, <laughs> good music, a friend maybe to give you their input on yes or no. You can also have three different piles. So the keep pile, yes, the maybe pile, and the absolutely get rid of pile and just sort them accordingly. And um, the yes pile, put it back in your closet. The maybe pile, think of does this need a repair? Maybe you can just take it to the tailor. You can alter it. If you've lost weight, gained weight, you can always take things in and out. Like tailors can be your absolute best friend in making things shorter, longer, adjustable. And you can take a really simple piece and make it look really high fashion designer just by how it fits on your body through a tailor. Or maybe the piece just no longer reflects you and you just have to get rid of it. And it's really important to let go of things that they don't fit you and mm-hmm. holding on to that. It's not good for you. It's not good for your closet. It's not good for your decisions. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's great. It's not good just, for your mental health. No, it's not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just moving on because every five years we're usually recreating ourselves and our style should reflect that individual that we have become and are becoming. Yeah, I agree. And I just did a big closet clear out because I'm actually moving my daughter into my closet. <laughs> That's becoming her oh, bedroom. Wow. Yeah. Her okay. room. 
her room is just too far away. And so one of us always sleeps in the guest room. Like we really wanted her in our room, but she sleeps better in her own space. Mm-hmm. But, and my husband and I are like, oh, we have to, we have to like get back in the same bed and not be alternating the guest room. So we are transforming my closet into her room. So I guess my last question is for, and I'm keeping my clothes in there, <laughs> but for, for people that may have like not a lot of space, not a big closet, a shared closet, what are some tips to, you know, have like the, the minimal amount of clothes for the maximum benefit? Well, the capsule collection is, I'm not sure if your listeners have heard this, but capsule wardrobe is a really big thing right now where- What is it, it called? Ta- I talked about capsule wardrobe okay, or capsule collection. So basically it means that the pieces are interchangeable. They all are in a similar color palette or they all go with one another. So it's that concept of versatility. So and consistency. So that one shirt is going to go with five different pairs of pants or that one pair of pants is going to go with all of your shirts. And that way you're not going to need as many clothing items. Um, Also how you store things is really important. Seasonal clothes should be stored if they're not in season and only the things that you are wearing for the next four months should be in your closet. So putting things aside will give you a lot more space in your closet and also how you hang things is important. So having hangers, for example, pants, you can hang five different pairs of pants on one hanger that will give you a lot more space. Mm. Mm, okay. And clear it out. Get those garbage bags. Get those garbage yeah. bags. I <laughs> go, <laughs> uh, but it's not working. Yeah. All right. This has been so helpful. I hope this has inspired people to think about their personal style, think about how it impacts them. Look in their closet, go through it, empty it out, and maybe, maybe do some shopping just to get some basics. Because I know for me, there are certain things I invest in, like a really simple but nice black t-shirt, like pairs of jeans. Just certain things that I wear over and over again that are worth the investment. So thank you for all this information. Is there any way that my listeners could take advantage of Style Space and maybe try it out at a discounted price? Absolutely. And thanks again, Christine, for having me on the interview. If anybody wants to come to Style Space, it's stylespace.com. And if they use the promo code Christine10, they can get 10% off their styling session. Amazing. That's so great. Well, thank you so much, Jenny. That's that's an amazing offer. I hope people take advantage of it and really gift yourself with it because it is an act of self-care. It's not a superficial thing. It really does make a difference in our overall truly mental health. And I don't think that that's an overstatement. You know, feeling good in our body is is an inside and an outside job in, in many different ways. So any closing thoughts, Jenny, before we sign off for today? Thanks so much, Christine, for just sharing this message with your listeners in your community, because I feel style is such an important element of our lives and it's for everyone and every body. So thanks again for having this conversation. Mm, it's my pleasure. All right, everybody <laughs> go check out style space. Thanks, Jenny. Thanks, Christine. Thanks, Christine.